Welcome to our listener podcast series where we are helping you to get to know council candidates and our incumbent councillors. And this time we are welcoming Bill Cale. G'day, Bill. Hey, Lee. How are you going, mate? I'm very well, thank you, Bill. And uh, we have the five questions for you here with two-minute time limit on each of the questions and a final one where we get to hear from you whatever it is that you would like to add in that we may not have covered in those first five questions. So we start, as we have with all of our candidates, with our first question, just simply, why are you running for a seat on council for you again and what do you bring to the table? Yeah, well, that's a, a broad question, Lee. However, it's fairly straightforward for me and always has been, and that is uh, my family live here, uh, our children, our grandchildren, uh, and that's a pretty important thing to uh, observe how our community is progressing. Uh, and, you know, why not be involved? Um, I'm uh, uh, definitely engaged and interested in what happens and not just now but uh, into the future and long term into the future hence my uh, time in local government I have not lost interest but you know more importantly what what do I bring to the table that's just a basic motivator for me why do I want to be involved but uh, I I am an experienced counsellor I have a proven track record um, I'm multidisciplined across a number of portfolios, water and waste, uh, planning and development, environment and community. I'm con- committed to continuous improvement. In fact, I've just re- completed my Master of Professional Studies and it majored in uh, leadership in the boardroom and how we connect with our community and the imperative of principle-based decision-making. Uh, my, I have extensive practical experience across those realms uh, my record speaks for itself. I think I'm um, very independent and I need to bring, be able to bring a broader perspective across the table on behalf of the broader community. And I think looking ahead, affordability is going to be a big issue for our residents, all of us. Um, and I'm, it, we need to have experienced, focused, relentless, um, um, that relentless focus into the future now more than ever with the challenges that'll face us. Um, and I'm ready to bring my experience and dedication to the table again. Our second question, what do you see as the number one issue facing the Toowoomba region right now? Well, obviously uh, for me and a lot of other people, um, water security is number one. And, um, obviously with the dam wall upgrade to the dam safety regulator, that's the big ticket item that we need to address. Um, but, uh, in saying that what we've done in council is invested a significant amount of, uh, funds, energy and effort into upgrading the water network to ensure water security. There's been a whole raft of major trunk infrastructure, dam pump sets, replacement, uh, trunk mains, the dam trunk main that we've replaced. Um, there's a whole raft of stuff that will continue uh, to ensure water security in the future. Because let's face it, if we don't have water security, which we have now, but we've got to continue building on that. If we don't have that water, we don't have economic development. In fact, we don't have anything. So it is top of pops for my mind into the coming uh, term. Our third question, what opportunities do you see for the region in the next four years? Um, 
I'm, I, I, there's lots in fact, but I, I think there is the pie in the sky stuff, but the pragmatic approach is really, uh, how we piggyback or we, uh, take opportunity on the back of enabling infrastructure because there is a big infrastructure gap, affordability gap that is, is ahead of us. Um, but, um, I think looking at in collaboration with other levels of government to deliver those opportunities. One of the things that I see and I hear that's on the, on the table at the moment is the constraints around industrial land in Brisbane, an enormous opportunity for us here with the amount of industrial land we have, uh, and water reuse, uh, for industrial purposes and environment, parks, gardens, green space, utilization of reuse of water, uh, for those purposes. Um, the Southern Pipeline, a state government project, but uplift for every community along that route right through to Clifton in our region that will help uh, expand growth. That's enabling infrastructure. The new hospital for state government project, how do we capitalise on development associated with that and supply chain? Um, the North-South Corridor, thoughtfully planned. We need to continue to advocate for that because connectivity... Uh, from where people work and play, uh, which leads my uh, next uh, important priority into Charlton Sports Precinct, an important one that we need to consider and look for government assistance. Um, the other one is around eco-tourism, nature-based tourism. Um, that there, we need to uh, look for opportunities to partner with private and government sector. There's an enormous gro growth sector there and wedding industry, um, but we need to protect our environment. Otherwise, we don't have ecotourism, which is a big trend nowadays. Our fourth question, Toowoomba is more than just the Garden City. So how do you see representing the greater region? Well, we've we have been on a continuous journey. When I say we, council, collectively, as a team, uh, we're always continuously looking at how we can better connect and, and uh, reach out to the community on a regional basis. Um, and there are a number of initiatives, and I two minutes I won't be able to cover them, of course, Lee, but uh, we're constantly looking to evolve the effectiveness of how we connect, whether that's socially at a sausage sizzle and, and uh, events that are... Uh, that are put on out in the region communities, um, or the other idea, and I, 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 Councillor James would not mind me talking about this, but uh, we are in sync with the idea of a community uh, elected uh, representative body for different areas of the region that could feed, and I stress community elected and from different parts or different demographic across the region, where they might interface with council and bring advice and talk about what the relative issues are. So that's an idea that we could possibly unpack, but that will be up to my colleagues to decide. Uh, our fifth question, and it's something that is going to be a big impact <clears throat> on whoever is in council, would you support raising rates to help pay for the Crestbrook Dam upgrade? Well, I think raising rates is a foregone conclusion, sadly, um, and but it's a necessary one. We have rising material costs, rising labour costs. The cost of this engine, 1,700 strong staff, this engine doing business, the costs are rising. So inevitably, rates will go up. Um, and... 
as part of that, that uh, project that you mentioned is there for consideration, but not without serious prioritisation of how we do things, how we prioritise the budget, how we prioritise projects, whether they get pushed out further, uh, not off the table, but they push get pushed out further or others get brought forward. Because when you think of the family budget, if you've got to do some important things, then sometimes you can't afford to go to the movies the next week. So simplified, I know, but the reality is the principles are the same. It doesn't come without prioritisation. And yes, inevitably rates will uh, rise. Our final question, question number six, is just simply an opportunity for you to add anything further that you would like for the voters to hear from Bill Cale. Um, I, I thought a little bit about this. Um, and I think in the context of this forum and business, I would ask your listeners to possibly reframe how they think about this. You know, you, you get asked, well, what are you going to do for business or small business? Well, my question to your listeners is, what doesn't council do for small business? We provide safe drinking water. We provide um, safe sewerage that works. Uh, we're in trouble if it doesn't. Stormwater, roads, the green space. So what I'm saying is we provide amenity for your business, the listeners' businesses, to actually thrive in an, an environment that is a nice place to live. Imagine if those things didn't work would your business be thriving? So let's reframe. And sometimes I say, let's be grateful. An old uh, media guy uh, who you will know, Peter Rukas, said, we live in the greatest city, in the greatest region, in the greatest state, in the greatest country of the world. Sometimes we need to reframe it like that and think about what we're grateful for. But I, I just think that, um, you know, we, we provide those things and none of us really think about that. But it's how we promote those opportunities and uh, how we capitalise on those collectively together as stakeholders with all of us having a vested interest in this area. Bill Cale, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Lee.